From the heart of Kansas City, it's time for Real Hooligans. And now, here's Tim and David. All right, Hooligans, welcome back. It's another episode of your favorite movie, geek, television podcast, Real Hooligans. What's up, David? What's up, Tim? Tim and David here at you, coming at you here for you whatever you know man <laughs> what's up brother let's do this um we've got a fun episode today david um we're gonna be talking about the twilight movies the twilight um movies. yeah when i uh gave david the choice to talk about anything for our april 1st episode he wanted to talk about um the twilight movies all of them in depth he's seen them and he's read all of them so he's gonna we're going to do that for T- you. Today I'm going to declare what team I am. Yeah. So we're going to find out everything about Team Edward and Team Jacob and the shirtless werewolves. and Sparkly vampires. Sparkly vampires who play baseball. And uh, hey, April Fools, uh, hooligans, we got you. Yeah. Uh, hell no. I would like to talk about Twilight sometime just because it's such a, such a weird Plus, this maybe the first one. Just, you know, we pick movies apart sometime on episodes. Sure. Not in a, hey, let's explore this. So let's let's look at it from a... What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Type I. Anyways. I, I would do that for for our listeners, our faithful listeners. I we would, could get, I get, we could to, get to Zoe in on that episode. Oh my my daughter Zoe, who is, who is Robert Pattinson's biggest fan right now. Has she been on the show? Um, We've had both of... Both yeah. of the boys. I don't know. Maybe maybe she hasn't. We need to get her on here. She's a clever little girl. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's our show today. April Fool's Day. The movie from 1986. And I will tell you, if you have not seen this delicious piece of cinema, um, stop listening to this episode. Go watch it. It's like... It's like an hour and a half long. Yeah, like it's, hour thirty six. Yeah, it's pretty I short. I mean, it's a it's a uh, super easy, barely an inconvenience little movie to watch, um, and then come back and listen to us. Yeah, because <clears throat> this is one of those movies that once you kind of heard it, it's like it's it's gonna ruin that first experience. The watching. Sense effect. Yeah, right. it's like. You know, not a great movie, but it, in a sense, it's a great movie. It's it's, it, it's great it's at what awesome. it is. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, let's go watch it. But let's first, David, has five questions. You want to talk about five questions on April Fool's Day? Yeah. Um, best prank you've ever played or had played on you? <laughs> Damn it! This is funny. This is this is. I'm, I'm counting on it being funny. Well, no, this is what's funny about this. Um, all week long, I've been talking to Jenny about. Um, I was like, man, I was like, we do these five questions every week, and I know David's first question is going to be, "What's the best?" I was like, sure. But, I was like. And I don't, I don't even know how to answer it because for me, my family fears me on April Fool's Day. And it's like, <laughs> I don't even know what I've done ever. I think I just, I mean, you know, like back in the day, I used to mess with people, but just not even like anything really good. So I think when it, April Fool's Day came around, they just expected something from me. So it's like I had this fear without even like ever doing anything. So uh, that's why I'm laughing. I don't have a good answer for this. It's nice that your kids fear you. I know. And that's what's funny. I mean, you know, 
I used to like to, my favorite thing with Jenna used to be hiding from her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're speaking the language of most husbands, Tim. I mean, oh, and I would just mean like just randomly, like suddenly I would like just pop in, you know, and just wait to like jump out rah, <laughs> for like no reason. And that, and I think just was the middle of the day of on it. a Thursday. Uh, yeah. Just sometimes I would just do, you know, cause I mean, yeah. And nice. so anyways, my my joke is uh, I have no jokes because I apparently built a reputation to. without yeah. needing to build a reputation. What, what, have you, what about you? Do you have something, a better answer? Uh, I don't know about a better answer because um, that's that's pretty cool that you've worked such a an aura about you. Um, but I was, um, how, do I, how do I put this nicely? Um, I was friends really good friends with it, with a girl. Um, and April fool's day, I went over to her house and, uh, oblivious to the day, mind you. And, uh, she opened the door and she just looked terrified and just scared. You know, she looked like she might've been crying and she let me in and I'm all like, what's going on? She said, you need to sit down. I'm like, all right. And I'm thinking the obvious thing that's going to happen here is she's going to tell me that, of course, she's pregnant. And that was not the case. It was... I went to the gynecologist last week, and I got my yearly tests, and uh, I have herpes. She just looked at me and said, you have herpes now. <laughs> oh, my. And I'm like 19, maybe. And uh, I didn't have an answer. I, I, I There was no response that came from me. But I just kind of got up and walked out the door. And <laughs> she had to come walking out the hallway after me to let me know, April Fools, you're a dumbass. Get in here. <laughs> like, wow. Let's just say that that reaction did not uh, get me back in to the fun situation I was in before. Yeah, um, that, that was the that's end That's a of it. dark place to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it, it was really good. I mean, if the point of the uh, joke is to get you and to make you think something or feel something, she absolutely you, succeeded yeah. in, in every sense of you're the word. You're like grossed out. And it's like almost in a way you're like, I don't think I can trust you anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, uh, that's diabolical like, that's like, is that the right where are you going with this yeah so are you trying to like set me up for something down the road now i don't understand n- not a, not a better story tim y- yeah what I'm scary bro what's right. your favorite decade of horror movies mm. i feel like we're going to i mean i feel like uh you probably know where i'm going with this well, oh wow, maybe I don't know, man. I'm gonna say seventies. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a decade later with the eighties. Eighties works. Eighties is not a wrong answer. I mean, you know what I mean? Because yeah, exactly. So uh, the seventies felt like real horror to me, and the eighties was just so it got a little cheese drenched with cheese that yeah. it became somewhat comical. Sure. Um, so yeah, I prefer my my horror movies to have some some cheese on the side. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would definitely say I would say the seventies because you have movies like Halloween. Um, I mean, that's obviously the, the classic. The Exorcist that was in might have been like just seventy. It was the Omen? Omen. Yeah, there's some good Rosemary's Baby. God, fuck, some of these might have been sixties. Now that I'm thinking about it. Rosemary's Babies, might might be sixty seven. Man, shit. Sixties. <laughs> All right, sixties <laughs> then. Um, well, that's where Psycho is. I mean, you know, so it's like shit. All right, moving on. Tim, you're headed out on a, on a boat trip. Oh, your friend gets stabbed. Tim takes Manhattan. Another one gets run over by a boat. Mm-hmm. Are you getting off the boat? Are you just going to continue your trip like everything is fine? Man, those are, that's a pretty jarring little start to a little ferry trip, man. A little boat trip across the, to an island or whatever. That's, so, some, that's some, uh, some, per- some trauma. That's some, some pretty hardcore shit to be able to just shake off, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna roll with it. Outside of the major holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year's, what's your favorite day of the year? April 20th. Solid. <laughs> Solid choice, Tim. We're just going to move right on. I don't need... Agreement. Well, all right. Um, who severs, whose severed head do you want to see when you open the cabinet? Um. <laughs> There's no good way to answer this question. That's why I asked this one. You can't be like, somebody I love, well, why do you want their head severed, Tim? And it can't be somebody you hate. You want to cut your boss's head off? That's weird. So there's no good answer. Yeah, there's no good answer here, Jared Leto. That was a trick question. All right, that's five. Jared Leto. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to stop you from saying it. Okay. Jared Leto. Yeah. Just if we're going there. I wish the world could see our text conversations about Jared Leto. Oh, man. <laughs> He's got a new one coming out, Tim. Have you heard about it? It's this thing called Morbius. He's got another one on Hulu that looks even worse, if that's possible. About the uh, community office business that he Something started he and then and crashed. He, he and Anne Hathaway. All right. Well, I like her. Do you? I, yeah, Have we, we had this discussion? We had this discussion. Co- Discussion. It's We've prob- had the discussion that we like her more than we like anything she's ever sure, been in. Sure. I think you this know. will probably, you know. She did that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal where she got naked. So it was like, okay. All right. I'll take it. All right. No, I, I do like her, actually, but I'm not. Anyways. Okay. Um, so that was five. Great. All five. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask you about before we get into this. Watching anything good lately? Watching any? I'm watching uh, Winning Time on okay. HBO Max. The this story. Is, I, of I'm watching that as well. The Lakers. That's a that's a fun one. I really like. I like it and don't like it. Uh, what do you not like about it? Because I I, I love this show. So I, I don't like that everybody talks to the the breaks the fourth breaks wall. The fourth Sometimes wall. it's just irritating. Okay, I can see um, that. I, I I don't like how like it'd be fine if it was like just Jerry Buss. Yeah, like you know what I mean. But um, like when he's he walks in a room and he's doing it, and he starts talking to people, and they start having an argument, and they start arguing with each other through that. It's just like, yes. oh my god, just overwhelming. Quit, quit being fucking cute and tell the story. 
I think the guy that plays Magic is amazing. So good. And I think uh, we're going to see a lot more of that guy. I like him a lot. He, I mean, he has the, he has Magic down. I mean, just kind of that smile. And, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they had, they got like no permission to do any of this. Did they? They don't, they don't have the Lakers permission, the NBA's permission. How do they but nobody's doing anything. all the Lakers stuff without... Well, HBO is also owned by, or, you know, the same company that owns TNT. Yeah. So what's the NBA going to do about it? Oh, yeah. They got some rights. <laughs> it's a, But I don't know. But and see, because like, no, they're all like, yeah, we don't have anything to do with this. But they've been publicly saying that they didn't seek permission for this. Yeah. We could sue, but we're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird... So it's a weird thing. Um, it's interesting... What are we, three or four episodes in? Four. We're about to start number four, I think. Is this just one season about, you know, that sort of... Yeah, it was a book. Um, and so I feel like it's kind of slow to get to... Yeah. The You know, some some you know, the, well, to develop if it's only going to be one season. Th- well, the thing is, um, we all know what's going to happen. This is one of those things where, I mean, it's well-documented well, this obviously. season. So, I mean, I guess show me the things that I don't know about. Yeah, that's season. what I'm saying. Show me some, yeah, get get to what the point, uh, not the, you know, it's like like skip to the end or, you know, cut to the chase, but it's just like, what's what's the point of this? Jerry Buss buys a, buys a basketball team, um, revives the NBA. You know, this show is what created the divide between Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Really? Why is that? Will Ferrell wanted to play Jerry Buss. He was in development with Adam McKay on this project. And at some point, HBO or somebody went to him and was like, look, we'd rather have somebody like John C. Riley, Who is great and, as Buss, by the way. And I feel like, you know, Adam McKay was like, yeah, 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 I can, you know, I get it. And replaced Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell found out, I think, when John C. Riley called him. And those and, two are good, good friends. And yeah, they split up. This is what split up. The, they had like a production company together. And this is what split that up. And they haven't, you know, spoken since. Wow. That's, Which is disappointing. I mean, recent I mean that, that that means like we're not getting another Anchorman movie, which I think is only disappointing because I think there's like in ten years, you know, you do an, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the second one was not as good as the first one, but I no. think it warrants a the change in media climate. Would absolutely, be fun. you know, I mean, so it's like it's little things like that where it's like, oh man, those guys do work well together, and it's unfortunate that right. this show is, you know, but that's you know. Sounds like Will Ferrell kind of being a bit of a diva. Sure. You know, and McKay has been like, man, I, you know, because I've read interviews about this and he's been like, I handled the situation way wrong. I should have talked to Will. And, yeah, you know, he's like, it all just ha- kind of happened. And, you know, and I think John called him and was like, I don't know how you feel about this. I feel, you know, but he's great as he really is. You know, and there's, there's a, oh, there's a lot I like. Oh, I, I, I'm enjoying the show a lot, but yeah. it's just the fourth wall breaking at times. It gets a little tedious, I think. And, uh, Sally Field's pretty good. Yeah. The guy that plays, uh, Nash, that's like the actual guy's son. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun to be had with that one. Uh, dude is 
Pat Riley is interesting. Adrian yeah, Brody. Right. <laughs> that scene where he couldn't get in the building was pretty great. It, it's been a fun show. Yeah. Um, another one I'm watching is uh, Our Flag Meets Death. I'm almost done. I haven't finished it. I thought, <laughs> I, I, thought I finished it up today, but there's two more episodes. I finished that, it. That, that's been pretty good. Love Taika it. Waititi is just taking over, man. Is he not one of... Just the most creative I'm, I'm individuals wa- well, right now. I'm caught up on one show and watching two others now, and the other one being Reservation Dogs. Have you watched any of that? I have not. That's on Hulu. Um, and if you haven't watched it, I uh, highly recommend um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Have you watched that one? The Vampire Show. Also on Hulu. Um, a, a little bit here and there. So fucking good. So, yeah, so so great. Um, and it's just like, man, he's like, I'm watching three of his shows, basically. He's doing Marvel. He's doing Star Wars. He's... He's, he's everywhere. Yeah. And I'm glad he's, for it. He's, he's making he's Oscar-nominated so projects. He's, you know, yeah. I mean... Yeah. He's the man right now. So, anyways. All right. Let's get... Let's let's cut to the chase. Okay. That's funny. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. A day I love, but as I got older, it just wasn't any fun. Like I said... I can't do anything because I can't come at anybody with, oh, hey, guess what? Yeah. A, a, because the internet. I think the internet has made it worse because sure. people are always posting bullshit all the time anyway. Right. So Nothing is ever true. I don't believe so, any of your So, crap. yeah. So now it's like when you see something, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's April Fool's Day. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, anytime I come home and try to mess with anybody in my family, they're like we're ready, and I'm like, no, this is this is serious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyways, anyways, but this movie is one with I saw when I was a kid, and I just loved it because I loved horror movies. You know, I was into the Friday the Thirteenth movies, and this very much has that feel for the most part. You know, just dumb. I guess they're kind of teenagers. Uh, you know. In the woods, getting killed. Nine college students. Yeah. Doesn't really define. <laughs> they were of various age, I yes. think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this movie is directed by Fred Walton. Did he do anything else exciting? Do we do we know him? Is he like a horror master that I just don't know about? He, he, he is not. I would not call him a horror master, but he did win a, the original one of Stranger Calls. Oh, really? Um, the Rosary Murders. Uh, he also wrote the 2006 version of One of Stranger Calls. So, Stepford Husbands, the TV movie. So, you know, he dabbles in horror, you know. He directed an episode of Miami Vice, a- episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Okay, so he's, he's you know. He's decent. He's, 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 he's got the home record, TV movie, you know. All right. So he's got he's got some, some horror cred there. But this is just one of those movies that, man, it's not a great movie. Um, Are you but, sure? But the twist makes it great. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's very low production value. Um, you can tell that uh, a lot of the acting was was possibly somewhat improv. Ah, right on. All right, so you you did find a a remake? Yeah, uh, is it written the, by the same guy? Oh. Oh my. 
that. It's all right. Well, anyways. Back on track. Sorry to distract you, Tim. <laughs> You're fine. I I just I, I wasn't aware of that of that version. So all right. So April Fool's Day, nineteen eighty six. Why am I off my damn it, IMDB. There we go. Okay, so this stars Deborah Foreman, Griffin O'Neill, um Clayton Roner. He plays Chaz. He's from Just One of the Guys. Have you seen Just One of the Guys? I have not. I think it's fun to make connections to some of the other cheesy 80 movies these folks are in. Deborah Foreman, she was in movies like My Chauffeur. She was just in Real Genius. Yes. Which which we, unfortunately, this is like the lost episode of Real Hooligans because <laughs> we had a, an issue with the audio recording. But we did a fantastic episode about the Val Kilmer movie, Real Genius, also from 1986. She played the uh, uh, the daughter of the general, if you remember in that movie. Yes. Um, do do do. Who else is in this? Uh, oh, we cannot forget about Tom Wilson. Don't you dare the, forget about the Tom enigmatic Wilson. Tom Wilson, who Thomas F. Wilson is as he is credited in the yeah. Back to the Future movies. Uh, he plays Biff in those movies. Um, we have Ken Oland who plays Rob. He's better known as the stripper guy in summer school. That's <laughs> such a fun Do you remember summer school. That's one we should probably he's like it. always sleeping through class. Right. Yes. He like every, he's like barely in the movie sleeping in the background. And then he like gets like the best grade in class or something. They're like, who's that guy? They're like, that was that guy. Oh, that's such a great, great movie. Um, yeah, put it on the list. There's somebody else. Uh, Leah Pinsett plays Nan. She's the she's the drama queen. Kit, uh, who's kind of one of the main. She's kind of the main. Uh, she's not a protagonist. What? what she's the. She she's the, the last one. Yeah, I the, guess. The, the, the final. We'll call her the final girl. Yeah, the final yeah. girl. She okay. The one she's also one. from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Oh, so um, she's got experience in this. Yeah, so a lot of these people, Chaz plays the, he's the camera guy. He's the dude from, uh, we have Harvey. He's like this dude, he's, I don't know, just like a preppy. It's, it's, it's a wonder how any of these people really know each other. Yeah. They're all friends with Muffy, who's played by Deborah Foreman. Muffy, where do they come up with the name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's part of what makes this so great. And the, But you can't have Muffy, you can't have Buffy without Muffy. I mean, no. I think it's just like, you know, just writing, you're like, whatever, it's, it's fucking... Uh, let me see if there's anybody else. Um, Seriously, there is the the girl, the Nikki. I can't find. She's not listed on IMDb, and it's bothering me. But she's also from just one of the guys, Deborah Goodrich. Thank you, Deborah Goodrich. So what I love about this movie is all these characters are assholes. Every one of them. <laughs> there's not a likable person in the bunch. It's really rooting for the killer in this one. They're invited to a a weekend to celebrate. Uh, Muffy is about to inherit this property. Yeah, when she turns twenty one. Right, and so we do have an age. Yeah, and so. She just invites people from they're like college friends, yeah, yeah from Vassar, and yeah, you know, they're they, they act like they kind of know each other and yeah. kind of don't know each other. It's kind of it's like I feel like the dynamic is dependent on the scene. It's like um, Buffy's or Muffy's cousin, 
they know Muffy's cousin. Yeah, that's that's so uh, like most of these people don't know skip the person. Played by Griffin yeah. O'Neill. Um, all right. So I don't know how much we go into this one. It's like I feel like you just basically what happens is people start dying. And when people start dying, Muffy starts acting weird. Each each death makes her a little more creepy. And she basically just becomes like she's just kind of in the background. She gets very plain looking all of a sudden. Yeah, very white. <laughs> which I just which is just funny to watch because mm-hmm. it's just so like I mean, if you're watching, you're like, oh, well, she's obviously the killer. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it sets yes. it up that way, you know, that she's acting weird and people are disappearing and then heads are found. And, um, we get all the usual, the tropes, horror tropes. We, yeah. We've got drinking and, and sex and weed. So they hit all the buttons. Yeah. And yeah, right, right, right. So people are disappearing and, it's all leading to, you know, the suspicion that Muffy knows what's going on. So then they find out that Muffy has a twin sister, Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> and that Buffy wants the house, the inheritance. Buffy has been incarcerated at a facility for right. the mentally insane for, for years and has managed to get out. Right. Um, says the letter that just so happened oh, to be I just love neatly just, placed in a boat. In a boat. Just it's <laughs> always like where she, you know, it's all of this is strategically placed stuff, obviously. Yes. And at times it feels just so trite. It's just like <laughs> yeah. in a boat. And in a boat. I, I'm looking, I, as soon as we're done setting up, we won't go get to the twist um, yet. Okay, so you're right. So everybody's finding this conveniently placed, you know, and it just, it feels like the most trite movie. It's just like, oh my God, everything is so telegraphed. It's so predictable. You know you're dealing with a movie called April Fool's Day. It starts with one guy pretending to get stabbed on the ferry ride over to the island. Yes. And then once that trick is, 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 oh, it's a joke, joke. you know, it's a special effect, you know, and then a guy falls off the the ferry and gets his head like pinned to the dock. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got his eyeball fucking hanging out of his head. Everybody's freaking out and he gets sent to the hospital. So you're, you're already set up with a couple of this. One's real. One's not. One's real. One's not. Which one's, you know, it's like, okay. So. Everybody's disappearing. We're pretty much left to Kit and Rob, trying to trying to trying to expose Muffy. You know, all these bodies of all their friends are everywhere. Okay, David. Now you were not a horror person. I am not. So I know you were probably thrilled. And, and in fact, I think when I sent you the "Hey, let's do watch April Fool's Day," I think you sent me a middle finger emoji. I, I think that I was did the respond with with the middle finger for you. I, I would like to get. I would like to get your response to this because my my when I show people a movie, I've got my 15 year old with me here that he's always my my board, you know. Yes. For reactions, we'll talk about his reaction here in a minute because I love his reaction. It's very close to yours. Yes. Talk about your reaction to this movie. Um, for me, this movie is. It has all of the the bad touches 
that I love in a good 80s movie. This movie just screams 1986. Oh, absolutely. And I absolutely love that. Um, so in in that regard, um, well done. I, I appreciate you showing me this one. Um, the story, um, the plot itself, took me a while to get into it. For a while, it was just a bad 80s movie. Yeah. Um, and then it got a little more interesting and then it got a little more interesting and then a dude is hanging from the ceiling with his hands tied behind his back and his feet connected. And he's, you know, at at that moment you're like, holy shit, man, they're, they're killing some people here. What's going on? And, uh, and then we get to the twist and it's like, oh, you sons of bitches. Well played. You you got me April Fools. Okay. So um, we're in the middle of March Madness. And it, it is madness. It, it has been madness. Right now we're we're recording this on the second day before the of the second day of the Elite Eight. So our game our KU game Kansas, Rock, chalk, we're, we're we're Kansas fans. We haven't had you know, so it's just the kind of place. We're we're kind of in the thick of it, okay? So we watched this movie kind of in you know right in the middle of the tournament. Um, my son Owen, he's my my last child at home. He's been really we all know Owen really into the tournament this year. You know he's he's really gotten into it, and uh, so he's been watching basketball constantly. And I was like, all right, man, I got to watch this movie uh, for recording this weekend. And he he's developed this weird thing where he loves horror movies, but apparently only in like. From like September like twenty third through October, I don't know the it's time a, when a horror movie would take place. It's it's I guess that can only take place during a month. I guess I don't know, but I, um, Halloween nope. set that standard. Yeah, I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so, the rest of them, like Camp Silver Lake, happen in the summertime when it's nice. Yeah, it's warm, I mean but whatever. They, 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 that whatever. <laughs> so, but he's got this really weird. I can only watch those movies during Halloween season. It's just like okay. <laughs> Weird. We were watching right. something the other day. Kevin was like, "Oh my god, you're watching this in March." Teenagers. We're just like, get the fuck out of here. Um, so it's like, all right, man. I got and he loved, but he loves his '80s movies. He loves his '80s horror movies, and he just loves camp, campy movies. Yes. He loves this shit. So I'm like, man, I had to watch this movie. It's April Fool's Day, and he's like, <sighs> he's like, yeah, all right, I'll watch it. You know, so I'm like, all right, cool. So we, you know, we sit down to watch it. And, you know, it starts and he's like, oh, you know, he's just not a, not being a smug little prick about it, but he's being a teenager about it, you know, like he's got it all figured out. Oh, let right. me guess. Uh, they're going to think people are getting killed and or and think it's a joke, but somebody's, re- you know, really doing it. And I'm just like, you know what, man? I was like, it's called April Fool's Day. I was like, it's coming. Wait I was like, it. so just I was like, just yeah, I was like, just watch the movie, you know. I was like, but yeah, I was like, there's, there's, it's coming. You yes. know, I was like, you've got that. I was like, but you're wrong <laughs> because all right. So we're watching it, you know, and it, and it gets to the, 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 the twin twist and he's like, oh, wow. He's like a twin. He's like, he's like, I didn't see that coming. Even right, I think right. even like a few minutes before that, Jenny, who I think has seen it, but really didn't remember it made a comment about Buffy even before the yes. character Buffy is introduced you know 
And so he's he's rolling his eyes a little bit. Oh wow, this is this is cheesy and dumb and and obviously predictable. And I sent you a message at that same same point in the movie that mm-hmm. said, "Oh, a twin! What a twist!" Yeah. Ah. So yes, we're we're all on the same page here. And at some point, I had to pause the movie and go do something. So I had to leave for like ten minutes and come back. And uh, at that point, I was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is getting kind of interesting. <laughs> right? Getting kind of interesting. And uh, now he, you know, now that he's seen it, he's like, it's classic. He's like, that's that's a great movie. Right. That's a great, okay. So now, again, you shouldn't be listening if you, you know, you haven't heard anything yet. This spoiled anything. So stop listening. Come back. Go watch it. I, we We had to rent it. It's on Voodoo. It's on uh, Amazon. You can rent it for two ninety nine, three ninety nine, whatever you're, you know. All right. So at the end, Kit is being chased down by Muffy, Buffy. Who the fuck? Oh no, it's Buff- it's, it's Buffy, Buffy because they they found Muffy's head, severed head. Yeah, in the like, basement. Fuck, Muffy's fucking dead. Rob, I think, is locked in a fucking closet somewhere. I can't remember. He got. I think locked in a closet. He he's isolated though. Yes. From this from the twist happening. And, you know, bitches up on the on the table, chasing her with a knife, you know. I mean, it's it's serious. She gets her pinned to the door. She gets the sliding door open into the little parlor room where every one of her friends is just kind of just sitting there, chilling. Just relaxing. Just chilling. And not even reacting to her coming in. No. She's screaming at them. What the fuck, everybody? What the fuck? Yeah, they're chit-chatting. And chick comes up. Buffy comes up with a knife, about to stab her, hits it into her hand. It's a retractable knife. Nice and everybody Hollywood does product. a, hey, April Fools. <laughs> and of course, this chick's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you guys fucking kidding me? You're, you're in on this? Dicks. So the twist is... Muffy's inherited this house and she's trying to figure out, oh, she's got to prove she can make money with it. Yes. And she is, has this idea to do kind of a, a bed and breakfast kind of murder mystery where you're kind of part of the the story, the story, yeah, you know, and interact, which to me, I mean, my God, I would fucking pay money for that shit. Absolutely. Sure. I would. Um, and so, you know, to test it out, she brought her friends out, but none of them could know. You know, you can't know your, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. You just have to think you're there for, I mean, you're, whatever her twist is going to be. But so for this, she decided to prank him. She pulled out some little bit personal jokes on him at some point during, you know, the movie. And she's like, sorry about that. I got a little personal. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Um, but it's like, it's such a great twist because you're like, yeah, but what? I saw people get killed. And then you think about it. They're like, there's never once. Violence on screen. Violence on screen. Um, everybody is cornered, captured. Like, you know, Biff gets like ensnared by a a rope and then like a mm-hmm. snakes after him. So you just assume the snake kills him or something. Even that she's like, yeah, dude, sorry about the snake. That was not a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, in, now go back to me in 1986, 87, whenever I saw, I saw this, you know, I was 11, 12, whatever, you know, I saw it when it immediately came to like HBO and I had that same reaction. I was just like, what? It was like, you know, I'm 11. Yeah. I haven't had all these years of all these crazy twist ending movies to to prep my brain even. So I was just like, 
What? What did they just do to me? Yeah, and I'm like, but no, nah, man, all these people get killed. That shows it. It shows it. And then you watch it again, you're like, oh, wow, it does not show one person get. No. Yeah, and it's just, it's such a dumb, cheesy movie, but it's very much supposed to be what it is, yes. you know? It sets you up for all the tropes of a horror movie and even plays into the twists that you think you see coming. Yes. And gives you a nice twist that you're like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty good because then I can look it's back clever. and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, showing people movies, I love getting these reactions. So I've got my 15-year-old son and my my friend, you know, who I showed a movie to. You guys are 20, 30 years apart in age. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and, and had we don't this, have to accentuate had that. The, had the same reactions, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, um, it's like when I showed them Psycho, they knew Norman Bates was the killer, but at the same time, they're watching it going, well, I don't understand. You know, how is he there? And, you know, I mean, it's like, it's still because it's a, it's a cleverly laid out story. It, it makes it work, you know, because of that clever twist. And obviously, yeah. you know, is there a rewatch value? There is in, in showing people the movie. I sure. Think, you know what sure. I'm saying? Or, or just revisiting it every now and then. It's not, it's just not for the humor of what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not, it's not major league. It's not something that you're going to revisit regularly and quote no. lines and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, um, it's a fun movie and I, I enjoy, I enjoyed yes. sharing it with you because I, I didn't tell you anything about it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I when I initially brought it up to you, I said, don't look, Anything? Don't look. And I didn't. It. Yeah, I was like, don't look anything up. And that's why I didn't say anything to you for a while because I figured at that point, if I just told you to watch it, you'd just watch it and really wouldn't right. put much of like research or anything into it. And 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 I love that when you do this to me, you've already picked the show and when it's happening, and you don't give me. I mean, I had what probably since Monday. Yeah. Um. And, and I I like that it's just this is the show. This is what we're doing. You're you're watching this one. And uh, to me, that says Tim's really got some sort of investment in this, in this film. So it's going to be different than what I expect. Um, I I know you're not going to, you know, pick hostile and make me watch torture porn for two Uh, hours. That's that's not even my jam at all. No, no, no. So I know it's going to be something, um, yeah, there's usually a, there's different. usually something clever about it that I want to share. Um, uh, now, what this movie has going for is obviously that ending. Um, sure. t- let's talk about some movies with endings. You know that where it's like once you've seen the ending, I mean, it doesn't necessarily ruin it, but it's you know um, it changes your rewatch of it. Um, for me, another one that's kind of you know we've already mentioned the Sixth Sense. Um, one for me was, uh, the usual suspects. Yes. That's where I was headed. Sure. Um, I got a couple of good stories. One about myself and one about showing it to somebody. Um, for me, it was when I first saw the movie. Um, my favorite thing used to be like where, you know, I saw that when 95, so I was 20 years old, maybe something like that. And I, I would go out for a little while and nothing, nothing going on. I'd hit blockbuster on my way home and grab a tape. <laughs> 
you know, or we are just just dating the dating shit out of myself. All through grab this grab episode. a tape, and I'd come home, and I'd have to rewind it because the person before me was not kind enough what to do that. What a fucking dick! They didn't have the <laughs> rewinder at the store, and uh, that was my job at the well, store. Well, I mean, you know, so it's like I watched this. It's late, you know. I think I got there right before they closed at midnight, so I went home and watched this at like twelve o'clock at night. It's like right, I'm gonna go sit at home watch this movie. And I'm just kind of watching it. And, it, you know, it's a good enough movie. It, it, you know, when you're watching that that late and you're tired, it kind of plods, though. And so I'm just like, okay. I was like, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish it. And then, you know, you get to that ending. And spoiler alert, where you find out who Kaiser Soze is. Yeah, you do. I was like, whoa. You know, because I didn't know yeah. who Kevin Spacey was at this time. No. Uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Whoa, that was a great twist. Had to watch it again that, I mean, immediately rewound it and watched it again. I mean, that night. That is the true definer for me. If you have to rewatch a movie just because you have to go back and put all those pieces in place. True. And just make sure, I did I miss anything along the way? Because clearly I did. I missed all of this stuff. Um, so that, that's the, that's the key to me is did, did, and like the sixth sense, that was one that, you know, within days I was like, no, I got to see this again. I got to, yeah. I got to yeah, yeah, yeah. see who he's. So you to. saw, you saw that one early enough before, you know, yes. I saw that like the opening weekend or something, you know, and see the usual suspects I saw many, many years after release. So there was no hiding from, right. from the twist in that one. So, um, I won't say it was less impactful, um, but it was kind of more of a informative watch right. than it was um, a, a, a genuine first time through. And that was one that I had, uh, you know, because I've always been the, you know, had a great movie collection, especially that time I had a shit ton of VHS tapes, just movies. I've always had VHS right. tapes, DVDs, Walls. Blu-rays, whatever, you know. Um, you and so, laser discs? so my, you know, I was, I was everybody's like, personal movie, you know, they'd come over to my house, look at my movies, be like, hey, what can I borrow, you know? I, I have been that person right. with you. Yeah. And so my sister and her boyfriend come over at the time. You've met Trish. We've yeah. actually had Trish on the show sure. before. Um, and so uh, they come over and you know, I need something good, something really good, something I haven't seen, something that I'm be like, yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, something you will not see coming. I was like, watch this movie, Usual Suspects. I was like, I won't tell you anything about it. Just watch it. I was like, it's a it's a crime movie. It's about a bunch of criminals, and they're like, cool, cool, you know. And so they're watching it, and it, you know, they call me, and they're like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, finish the movie and call me back. And just you know, you know hour later, get a call. They're like, holy shit, man. They're like, that was a great, great movie. And it took me a while to get that tape back from them. Right. It's right. not like the same tape at this point. <laughs> but, you know, and that, point. So, so for me, that's what I love. I love, you know, you know, showing people movies that kind of make you, that surprise you with their, you know, and, and those are hard to find. You know, I think M. Night Shyamalan kind of got, um, I mean, he hasn't made great movies always, but he kind of got, pigeonholed into that expectation for that twist. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If it wasn't there and it wasn't good. So, yeah. See, like, I don't think The Village is that bad of a movie. Really? But I haven't seen it for years also. But I didn't hate the twist to it. 
I was like, oh, they're just like, I was like, that, that, you know what? Because those fucking societies exist, man. Right. So, you know, um, I thought uh, Lady in the Water, kind of a clever little fairy tale. Yeah. Um, again, I have only seen it once. I've, you know, I haven't rewatched it. I mean, for no other reason than I watch a lot of movies and I just haven't gone back to that. I liked Signs. Signs was all right. Um, didn't end strong. No. It, it, you know, and again, it's like there's some guys like that. Um, M. Night Shyamalan, I'll even throw J.J. Abrams into that group where they're great at presenting like a mystery, you know, but sometimes when you reveal your mystery, it's just like, oh, that's where we were headed. But you know, but that's like anything. It's like magicians doing their magic trick. But when then you see how the trick's done, you're just like, oh, that's stupid. That's, that's Mm -hmm. what all it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's like, you know, for me, it was lost. The beauty of, for me is lost is all the stuff that wasn't answered. Which is what drives people crazy, but mystery—that yeah, mystery, that does. That, that mystery can be fun. I mean, you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. and sometimes, like for Lost, the best thing about that was the week-to-week discussion, what's going on, and you know, and and trying to figure it out. So yeah, when you have the answer given to you, you're like, ah, well, what we had figured out was better. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who do we call? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like. You know, and, you know, so when they didn't answer everything, it was just like, okay, man, you can't have it both ways, you know? Yeah. You know, sure. you have your answers, you don't like them. But if we don't give you answers, you don't like that either. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. These yeah, mystery, box, mystery box movies like this, and I can't think of, I, you know, I'm sure I could, you know, if I sat here and tried to, I guess another Shyamalan movie would be Unbreakable. Yeah. Kind of had a twist. Glass it, and well, those avoided you know, kind of doing like the twist endings, though. Yeah, can I give you a horror movie that I actually enjoyed that, that I, I felt twisted by? Yes, go for it. Saw when I discovered that the dude doing all this shit was laying in the middle of the floor between these two people, oh, yeah, pulling the strings, and I was like, son of a bitch, he's been looking me in the that face the entire ball. time, yeah, yeah. So uh, the first one, uh, all the rest of them sucked, and you can kiss my ass, Saul, because you just turned into torture porn. Have you seen the other ones? Uh, I saw th- the first three. Wow, I've only seen the first one. Oh, yeah, I saw no. the first one. I was like, I, I've seen it. Cool. I was um, living with a person at the time who was into that shit. Oh, really? And had to watch it. I, I just, watched more of these than I should have because I, just, I really don't care for I just this. Never cared for those movies that are all about. That yeah. torture. Yeah. Hold on a second. Is your cat whipping your dog's ass? That's okay. Come here. Yeah, it's the cat whipping her ass. So we get that. So jot it down. I'll I'll listen to it. <clears throat> um. But yeah, I've never really been into the, the 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 those just gory torture porn movies that yes. that rely on nothing else than just those the graphic images yeah, just of the, you know human like mutilation shit getting drilled into people's heads and torn apart and just like it's like cool yeah. you're spending a lot of movie on special effects here good job cool you know um, I don't know man yeah I saw the first saw I've seen. One of the hostels, Hostel Two. I saw the first one of that one, and I one of the, it was just I don't know on, and I was like, I'll watch this, whatever. Um, 
one I really I, this is a torture porn per se, but it's a, it's an Eli Roth movie. I think he was everything he does uh, is Green an Inferno. Yeah, I didn't see and this that is one. like uh, people are on like a um. Uh, one of those, like, you know, they're like little, going little missions to the rainforest or whatever, you know, and like, hey, we're going to go and. Like missionaries build, or yeah, aid workers. Yes, yeah, something like that. And uh, these people basically get kidnapped by cannibals. And it is just a, man, if you fucking watch that shit at like two o'clock in the morning, it's like, oh my God, this shit's going to give me fucking nightmares. I'm forever. looking it up. You know, just, I thought it was very good at being what it was, you know, not something I normally. Uh, watch the, the kind of horror I usually watch, but I don't recognize anybody from this. Oh one. no, 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 no! It's just a yeah. It's Eli Roth. Yeah, that's a bunch of fucking no no names, man. But it is just a fucking crazy. A ass. group of student activists travels to the Amazon to save the rainforest, yeah. and soon discover they are not alone. That no good deed goes unpunished. Dun dun dun! Yeah. You're all dead. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. Um, yeah, man. So I thought this would be a, f- a fun one because a, for me, it was like, and you know, I don't know. So maybe this is my April fool's prank on you. You got tricking me. you into thinking it was a horror movie, but then you just get to that point. Where you're like, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> no, no. Um, and it's been fun, you know, a, like I said, getting your reaction, getting Owen's reaction. I mean, it was just, you know, there's just those movies that you, you prejudge. And you think you got it figured out. Yeah. And then you I realize, did. you're like, oh, this movie's a little bit smarter than that, that I, I gave it credit for, I think. I, so. I was kind of a dick up until the twist. And and I had to to tip my cap to this Good. one after the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's like movies like that are fun. You know, that just kind of come out of nowhere. And this is a, it's a hidden gem. I mean, I think uh, um, Screenland Armor uh, here in Kansas City is actually showing this on on. April Fool's Day, but uh, it's 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 a hidden. You know who knows about this movie? No weird people like me who used to sit around and just record every goddamn thing that came on HBO and Cinemax and Showtime back in the day. You know, get six eight hour videotapes, and I'd just sit around and set shit to record. And oh. I saw a lot of a lot of movies like this just from just from doing that. So yeah, man. So, catalog is extensive, Tim. Uh, yeah, and I've I told you before this, man. Uh, Owen is going to surpass me someday. He he, I believe he, that he knows more about movies at fifteen, um, than I did at fifteen. Uh, I didn't have the the magic of the fucking internet at my disposal. Sure. Um, nor did I have a dad who made it his life's goal to show you as many fucking movies as possible right, right. <laughs> in the time that we have left. But, you know, um, yeah. So this was a fun one. Thanks for watching it, David. Um, oh, gladly. I watch just about everything Tim tells me. Uh, let's see. I, there's no point in saying what we got coming up. This is coming out on April 1st. Trying to think of a few things. We're going to do Blade 2 coming up. Yes. We're going to have, uh, I don't think we've put out LA Confidential yet, have we? I don't know. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I think we got a couple on the on the back burner. In the chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have stuff like uh, 
um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. We're going to do another Nick Cage movie. Another one that I love getting you on because I'm like, hey, man, Nick Cage movie coming out. You got to we got to do a show on this. You're like, oh, and we had just done Pig mm-hmm. and yeah. we've been in Nick Cage has kind of been uh, smack that pussy away from there. God damn. Zemo's a shit. My cat, you guys. All right. So <laughs> it was another one that I was like, all right, man, we got to do this. And I, I could almost feel you rolling your eyes through this, through this Absolutely. text discussion. And I sent you this. I sent you the trailer. You're like, oh, no, that looks amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be yeah. a whole lot of fun. Where he plays basically himself trying to get his career back together. And he he takes a gig. Um he doesn't know what the gig is. He's got to go hang out with some he just rich, has to go to a rich, party. rich dude's party. Yeah. And the rich guy is played by uh, Pedro Pascal, um, better known as the Mandalorian. And he looks amazing in the trailer. <laughs> and that guy is just, what a what an actor he's become uh, over the last few years. Yes. And, and, and honestly, I don't even think because of the Mandalorian. It's because of other, th- other things he's doing. Narcos was yeah. a Narcos, huge hit. Uh, he was like the best thing about Kingsman 2. Yeah, You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so he's a lot of fun. Um, what else? I mean, Doctor Strange is coming up. We'll, yeah. do, a, we'll do a show on Moon Knight. Um, we got Obi-Wan coming up. Ah, Obi-Wan. I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, it should be a fun ride. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, the trailers have all looked pretty good. I don't know. I don't think we'll we'll do a Morbius show, but I'm sure at some point we'll you'll, talk about you'll hear our opinions on Morbius. Uh, I can't imagine wanting to spend 45 minutes talking about a Jared Leto movie, but no, unless he's just in a movie that I want to see. And I'm like, but we, it, we, we've done me. it. We had to. We spent 45 minutes talking about Stupid Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, but he was just in that movie. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not like, that's what I'm saying. Unless he's just in a movie that I want to see, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. You tricked me. You got me. You yeah. got me. All right, man. Well, hey, at, happy April Fool's Day, everybody. Be kind to each other. This episode will be premiering on April Fool's Day. Um, don't get got. Don't get. Yeah, it's hard with the internet, man. Yeah. It's like every year it's like the same shit. It's like, hey, Joss Whedon, I, I, I can't do that anymore. The Firefly joke. Nope. That, that's usually the Firefly's getting rebooted, guys. Yeah. Like, oh, what day is it? April 1st? Coming back. It's like you, you need to at least change the change the date on the links you're posting. Um, but, man, fake news bullshit's ruined. Yeah jokes anyway it's like you can't even have fun with anything because i hate everything and everyone it's so like your first thought is like this isn't true yeah you know so it's, it's like you can't you can't it's hard to get unless you're just you know the the naive and gullible are out there sure and i'll think of something this year stay away from me yeah all right well uh follow us on all of our socials instagram twitter facebook's Download us where you get all of your Twitter. You get podcasts. stuff. Sometimes you get banter between David and I, and Chris gets involved, and some other people get involved sometime. Uh, so yeah, we'd love for you to to hit us up, join the conversation. Yeah, man. Uh, Facebook, I post the podcast, trailers, shit like that. Your political opinions? Oh yes. Definitely my political opinions. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. And uh, Instagram, it's pictures of stuff. It's not food. <laughs> not food and not my vacation. So we're yes. good there. Movie stuff. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, happy April Fool's. We'll see you.